You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Now, if you don't have strength at that particular point, you throw in the towel. But it's only those, I repeat, only those who walk through the valley of shadow of death that will find a table prepared. You can't get to that table without walking through the valley of shadow of death. So once they get through the valley of shadow of death, they know there's a treasure hunt. Do you get what I'm saying? That this is where men are separated from boys. The test is a love test. They forgive people, they intercede for them, they pray for them. They know that, listen, if I enter, you see, Satan knew he didn't get Jesus. As he was destroying his body, Satan, and they were beaten. Satan's own issue was that it wasn't the physical body. He was firing arrows at the heart of Jesus. Number one, he got Judas, somebody he trusted to betray him. He saw that Jesus didn't respond to the betrayal. He said, friend. Ah. He said, this man is still in the light. He got people that Jesus had healed, their children, to come and say, crucify him. Jesus looked and at the end, he said, Father, forgive them. For they are, Satan said, we didn't get him. Because you have passed from death to life. Because you love the brethren. That's the test. Do you see what I was saying there? From, I don't know what they do now, but back there, from F1, F9 to A1, because you love, what, what do you do now? H, H, F, you don't do F9 again. <laughs> you still do F9. Because, you know, generations have changed now. They say people shouldn't compete. There should be no test. All men should be winners. So, F9, <laughs> you're laughing. You don't know what has happened. Nobody, there's nothing like winning a match again. We just played for playing sake so that people don't lose their sense of self-worth. And ah, you don't know where the world is going to. No one's going, there shouldn't be competition again. The children are hurt. When you say this one came 30th in class, you are destroying their self. Oh boy, you came 30th. <laughs> oh you are destroying their image. All right? So you move from there because you do what? Love the brethren. Okay? So it's a love work there. Where God will do exceeding abundantly above what you asked or what you thought according. So before Peter got to the place of exceedingly, and, 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 and he says that you may know the love of Christ. You see, when you get to that exceeding abundantly, you will know, how, you will know the love of Jesus. You see, when God does exceeding abundantly above, that's what is called the abundant life. When he exceeds all of your expectation in what? Then you have experienced the love of God. You see, when we will experience, it's just like uh, the, the testimony on Sunday. When I got to God, I just said this by inspiration. I said, look, when the lady spoke to the 20 billion and, and Lord, she experienced something called the love of God. You get what I'm saying? Now, do you think, normally, except that's why people run. Do you think if somebody owed her 10,000, she'll go and look for that person? After they let go of 20 million. That's what happened to the man. After they let go of his own, he went to grab somebody. So many people don't 
operate in love because the Bible says we love because he first loved us. So many people don't know that because they haven't experienced that love. And it, it passes all knowledge. You can teach somebody, but when they experience that love, it does something to the soul of that person. And the way you get there, all right, and that's where you get to that exceedingly abundant. So Peter, before he got to exceedingly abundantly, because that's what happened to him, where he saw the fish and said, look, I'm a sinner. A sinner in the sense that he said, I'm not worthy of this thing. This is beyond me. But when Peter experienced disappointment and toiled all night and caught nothing, he passed the love test because Jesus came to meet him. He didn't give him the miracle first. He said, lend me your boat. Somebody toiled all night and caught nothing. In that state of frustration, a stranger comes to meet you and says, can you push me? Push me. You saw me mending my net. Do you get what I'm saying here? You saw me mending my net. Then you are saying again, push me. It's like a person's car breaks down. He's trying to repair the tire, that. And then somebody, while he's looking for uh, somebody to help, there's no spanner. Another person comes with, and then he says, please, can you push me just to start? <laughs> you look up and say, <laughs> you see the problem, my man? You are saying that I should. All right? But uh, there's always a love test. In any trial you're going through, look for the love test. Uh, do you get what I'm saying here? Look for the love test. Ah, somebody, you know, walked out of your life. That is a love test. It's a love test. Okay? So pass that love test. Now, in order to pass that love test, and then he says you will experience. Now, please, look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7. This is the purpose of God for us. God's ultimate purpose is that you experience his love. That's his ultimate purpose. Which is his power working in you way beyond what you asked and way beyond what you imagined. Alright? That is his goal. Abundant life. That's God's goal. That's what Jesus, he said, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you might have it more abundantly. In other words, I want you to be ex experiencing this exceeding, all right, abundant, exceeding above what you asked or thought. And, and we are decoding it here. We're looking at how you get, you get there by that strength that causes you all right, so pass tests that, and that's why Jesus got to that resurrection place because he passed those tests. Ephesians 2 and verse 7 that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches, you see it again, his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ. So God wants to show kindness, he wants you to. to to, 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 I mean, to, to experience his kindness and his love. Now, he's eager to do that. 
Let, let, let me give an example of this kind of kindness. Look, look at 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 6. When Solomon got to the throne, he said something about God's kindness. He said, Solomon said, Thou art shown unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and upright of that with thee, that thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that you reserved this kindness for David, that thou hast given, put it back down, all right, giving him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. In other words, he was saying that even when David was long gone, God defended the seed of David. That they must always, even when mightier armies came to come and take the throne from them, God said, I gave it to their father, to the, this, their father there by a covenant of salt. You can't take it. God showed kindness for generations to come. That's what he wants to do. He wants to, but, but you could see that, but these people passed that test. David, in times of difficulty, didn't turn back. You are, you are not in a transactional relationship with God. Are you following Zedia? You are not. So, so it's not, it's not that, you know, I tried it the first time, it didn't work, I'm leaving. I tried it the second time, it didn't work, all right, I'm there. I tried it the third time, it didn't work. It's not that way. Are you, you understand it? You, but it, you have to, you, I mean, I, I wish there's some, you can't just share it like this in public. But I, I wish there are things you could share with people that people, on, that you understand. We didn't get to where we got to in Wavbeck. We didn't get there, all right, just by we went through provocation. Look, there was a minister once we had many years ago. He came and said something. He actually, he told me off for, for inviting somebody in the green room. I looked at him like this. I, because I wanted to tell him that this is why Nigerians don't invite Caucasians again to this country. We don't talk like this racism. And it was. Inside, I kept myself. And I said to myself, listen, I will not, that if I say anything, I will spoil, you, you have, you'll be provoked. Do you get what I'm saying here? One day, when we did God's mercy, somebody in church didn't know, a minister he called me, he said, Pastor, he said, what happened? He said, he said, what happened between you and this minister? I said, why? He said, somebody called him in America and said, you, he said, you, the theme was the power of mercy. But he said, what your pastor did by bringing somebody to the rostrum, I understood the convention. He said, after what that person did, he said, Pastor Paul, you called him and gave him pulpit. He said, after what that person did. Are you following what I'm saying? But if we make the mistake of just saying it, we color that person in your eyes, you won't be able to receive from the person again. And if God knows that you are like that, that any small thing you will trip, he can put, he will hold the thing back. Because any small thing, you get angry. You scatter the whole place. I mean, you know Kung Fu film, you know, it's the whole theme of, the script of a Kung Fu film is very simple. You kill my father, you kill my mother. <laughs> I come back and I kill your father and your entire family. That is Kung Fu film. You do something to me, I revenge. That's all. So this, I can't remember if this comes from violence or many years, I was young. But this guy, they killed his father, killed his mother. So he went to meet 
a don who, who was training. And that one told him to be cutting logs. He came for training. He said, don't worry, I'll teach you. You will deal with them. But he told him to cut in logs. After six months, he just got angry one day. He said, you are using me. I came here to learn. I'm cutting logs. The man looked at him and said, the lesson has just begun. He said, because if you react, this is what I wanted to get out of you, your temper. If you react this way in a fight, they will get you. You have to be calm and calculated. He said, under provocation, you must be calm. Or else, no matter the skill we give to you, we'll blow it up. No matter the skill you have in life, if you are soon angry at anything, the Bible says there's more hope for a fool. Because God will plant you in places with anger. You scatter. You open your mouth and say things to people that they will vow that this person, if I hear their name. And there's something I didn't teach when I was teaching divine helpers that I forgot to say. There's mentor, there's sponsor. Pharaoh was not Joseph's mentor. Pharaoh was his sponsor. You, many people have been mentored, but they don't have sponsor. A sponsor is somebody that will go to the United and say, I know this person, bring this person. Anger can scatter sponsors. Are you from there? One of the biggest black churches in America called me. My friend that I know called me and said, please, please, we want this person that spoke at Wafek to come and speak. We want this person to come and speak for us. And I told the person, he asked me one question, do you know them? I said, I've known them for 20 years. He said, I'm going. Are you following what I'm saying? The reason why those ones are calling is that they believe. You know, we don't need to check again. If he has passed pastor for juice clearance, then he, he must have. So, so you are riding on many things. But if when we are doing the meeting, if I said something, you, they'll say, do you just keep going? What's going on? I, then they'll say, we get. So let me just close with this here. See, I had all these pages. I'm on page one. All right? So, no, I, I'll close. I, I, I'm going to, I, I just, I just, this is serious. So the love, there is a test which is vertical. In other words, you show love, all right, to God, worshiping and praising him, regardless of what happened. And then there's horizontal love where you show love, all right, to people. You pass the test, the vertical test to God, you get revelation and insight. Because the Bible says, he those things he has revealed to them that do what? Love him. Revelation and insight comes. You pass the horizontal with men. What is inside you get? Because there's unforgiveness. You may receive revelation, but it's blocked. That means the pipe, all right, gets blocked and nothing comes out. So you can speak to the mountain and have faith to speak to the mountain, but you have not loved, the power doesn't come out. Do you get what I'm saying? You can get the faith by hearing, 
and you got the faith, but it, your spirit gets clogged when you do that. So when you pass the test of praise there, all right, the revelation flows. When you pass the horizontal test, there is a release. Now, quickly, Matthew chapter 18, verse 1. I'll just do this in five minutes, all right? It can't be done in five minutes, but I'll just do five minutes and go. Okay, this was where the message was to start. I'm honestly, all that one was to get you. I was almost to teach the whole of the book of Matthew 18. Now, verse 1, let me just see where I can get to. The same time the disciples came on Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of heaven? And then Jesus called a little child and set him in the midst of them. And then told them, verily I say to you, except you be what? Converted and become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, when he said except you be converted, the person he told that when you are converted, remember, we're talking about strength, eh? You know, Peter was saying that I will follow you anywhere. I'll follow you. No matter where you are, I'll follow you. Jesus said, listen, pray. Let's pray. We, you need strength. He said, Jesus said, listen, I won't pray, but I'll follow you. Jesus said, before the cock, you will have denied me three times. As big and, and apostolic as he was, a small girl came and said, do you know Jesus? Is that me, Jesus? Is it wrong? Because it's my twin brother. But listen, he denied. Jesus now told him, when you are what? Converted. Which means when you realize you can't do life in your own strength. You see, you need experiences to convert you. Because some of you feel you are intelligent. That you use drone. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel you are <laughs> You are intelligent that you can use. Until life slaps you, pam, 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 pam. Yeah, it's not that people are, are stupid. Pam, pam, pam. I see these ones that are calm. It's not that they took All right? When life slaps you, you know what's happening? All right? I mean, you feel that, you know, everybody loves, I'm liked, I'm loved. You know, you don't know why these people are having problems with people, I'm liked, I'm loved. Okay. <laughs> and so it carries you in the air. And then drops you. All right? They say pray before you start dating. No, I just know, I know, I know, I know, I know. One friend of mine told me that he, I couldn't pray. Well, well that, ah, what was the story? This, this was wicked. No, no, listen, manifestation of evil. What I said, there has to be a reason. By the time we traced the reason, it was, but she had done um, like engagement and, and was getting, well, the boyfriend, that Saturday, she found out that morning, the boy was getting married. In fact, it's worse than what I'm saying. I'm just saying it. So I won't have a problem here. So <laughs> Saturday, he found out was getting married. So when she, she told me, said, how can someone do this? And she goes, how can, can someone do this? How can someone do this? He said, what did the guy, what did she do to that guy? Because it's not normal. It's not normal. All right? Now, that kind of person, if she survives it, do you get what I'm saying here? Because you may have felt you heard God, you may have felt in your spirit. So it takes strength to do what? Survive. You know, Jesus told Peter, I said, I have prayed for ye that your faith may not fail. If not that Jesus prayed for strength, Peter will have left ministry. In fact, 
Peter had gone back to fishing. So you can, you can collide with things in ministry. It's just like saying, ah, Pastor Podge, never. Pastor Podge is too strong. He'll be preaching for the rest of his life. He can't. You just see me one day. I say, listen, this church thing, I'm not doing it again. Ah, you're not doing it again. One day I can call. One, two, together. One day I say, oh boy. Uh, I've, I've, you're not heard of people. You say, boy, what beg? What are all these testimonies? All these testimonies. I'm, what's going on? I say, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> say, I can't go and die. It's a movie. What's going on? All right. It takes strength. In fact, when you know this, if you say that you and somebody are friends, you'll be praying to God, give me grace for this friendship to be maintained. Not that we are homies. That's why people run into trouble. I say, but you are afraid. You are afraid. You see, you can't do anything you even will to do in your own strength. When you are converted, you will know it. That listen, you can be a student of Bible today. One year down the line, you are not reading the Bible again. I had people that raised me, raised me, raised me in terms of teaching me Bible. That four years after, we're getting drunk. One chap told me, said, we were colleagues in this denomination, pastors together. They own beer parlors now. That's what they are doing. They'll put beer, I'll be drinking. Say, come and watch. Say, that guy was in ministry? Are you following me? Something hits them. That they didn't know was in existence on this earth. That's what John said, Peter. He said, Peter, if I, by the time they went to get Peter, you know he was back in fishing business. You know Jesus went to get him. You know, the way he knew it was Jesus was that they caught abundance of fish again. They had to start from, from the beginning again. The way they called him, Jesus had to recall him to ministry. He had left. He had said, this ministry we are doing. I beg. Somebody that done healing, signs and wonders, say, I beg, leave it. Didn't you see John the Baptist? That said, this is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of God. That prophesied. When things hit him, he said, go and find out. Is it? <laughs> so, when, so God, look, there are many things that can happen that God just says, all we want is a lesson to be learned. Don't kill this person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah? It's not to kill anybody. Let them just learn. And that's what he's trying to teach. That you didn't hear what, and, and of course, two things you need. Two things every child needs. A child knows that they need support, strength. And a child is always willing to learn direction. Do you get what I'm saying? That's why Solomon said, I'm like a little child. I don't know how to go out. Neither do I know how to come in. Therefore, he said, or I give me an understanding heart. So in life, you won't just depend on your what? Brilliance. And that's why I'm telling you that many brilliant people in life, because you can get cocky when you are brilliant. Intellectually brilliant in class, you are coming first, first. So it's a, when you get into life, you see the person that was coming 26th. And someone said, and someone said, say, well, I will say to your brother and translate it because is that even okay? He said they miss. He said you but mama we, but mama we. In other words, I mean, not no book, 
But I know, I know the way. There are some people, talk more way. Talk more way. <laughs> you are intellectually smart, but the way, you don't know. And you'll be wondering. You'll be wondering. I mean, I have a friend. I was a friend. One time she was in the airport. She called my classmates. She said, ah, how can this guy be working for these people? I said, leave it. Intellect is different from God's. People that make it boldness, they will say they are $3 million in debt. They are calm. You will see their names in, the, in newspaper. They are okay. You will be shaking. They are okay. Just don't worry about it. It will, it will blow over. They are in Supreme Court. They are fine. <laughs> EFCC is looking for them. They will say that they are okay. You, if they say that creditor is coming, you can't sleep. I even say, my landlord, there one day, we're working. They came to me and said, sir, you're owing some money, just turn down. He said, even the United States government owes money. <laughs> what is, is that why you're harassing me? That oh, The government owes money. In fact, another one who was using this warehouse, they came to harass him, owes money. He said, he said, what did you borrow? He, he was saying this. I was here. This place was a, a, a factory. And he was what, confidently. And he said, you owe money. I was looking at him. You owe this money. He told the guy, he said, listen. It shows you I'm blessed. <laughs> the man that came to arrest him, he said, can anybody in their right senses borrow you one million as you are? You are coming to catch me that I owe 170 million. Don't you know how blessed I am? You, he said, just check it. You, can they, do you know how the man was, was. <laughs> he said, it's the blessing of God. May they borrow me one billion. He said, that shows I'm blessed. He turned debt around. Took debt and made it a blessing. I put you in financial people, engineers that trade in debt. Confident. I mean, you don't know. I hope, I hope you know that some of you that jack buying, if you don't, if you're not in debt, they won't borrow money because they use credit score. If I if you come with cash, they'll say you did something. Is debt. You don't know. <laughs> so you just realize how much is it? Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a, and they're calm. So those kind of people, they don't shake. They knock on their door. Can you come down? <laughs> a friend of mine said, one time for old money, one committed suicide. Ah, said, so they called them in their company. Ah, said, it's no guy, suicide care. When he goes with his briefcase to where they are, this money will. The only way we can get out of this debt is that you borrow me more money. <laughs> to finance this business or else even if you hold me do you get your money no he said i he said he honest so he could borrow to a point where even the bank sends doctors flies you abroad because you are now an investment <laughs> <laughs> this is an investment this it must be alive oh he has to so are you eating well? Yes. Uh, they say there's a virus. I like, take everything. We mustn't hear that you have died. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. And by the power of your spirit, we ask that you establish us in this truth and cause it to prosper in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, 
visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.